1: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 2, 1. 1. Let's
2: go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show Mix Mix 94.1. Good
3: morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday, July 6, 530. So happy to be back with you. We had uh, just over a week off of vacation and we are back live now, ready to get things going and uh, happy to be here with you guys. Thank you so much for listening and checking in. You can always do that. on Twitter or threads, threads at Mercedes in the AM, or you can uh, you can text us or call us at 702-364-9400. Also, yeah, check out our Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on all that good stuff. So good morning. How you doing?
4: Good. Good, good to see you. We have so much to catch up on on our, our week uh, off and everything, but the last time we saw each other was at the uh, Patriotic Parade, the Fourth of July Parade, and thank you to everyone that came out there in Summerlin. That was uh, that was one heck of a crowd, and that parade was over the top this year. It was awesome.
3: Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun, and, and uh, we did the emceeing of that. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good time on 4th of July.
4: How was the rest of your 4th of July celebration? Did you lay low because you were out of town last week? How was the rest of the day for you?
3: Yeah, we just uh, we hung out, um, and uh, really all of us fell back to sleep when we got home. It was so <laughs> hot. The sun um, and the heat was just taking a lot out of us. And then we went out to dinner, and we ended up staying over at Red Rock and uh, hanging out with some friends for a while, there. We met up with some people, and then right before the fireworks were about to go off, we actually left. Everyone's like, "You're leaving?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna watch them from home." So we went home and watched them. Um, our uh, we have a balcony, and we can pretty much see the entire valley from the balcony, and we were just watching all the fireworks. So it was a lot of fun. How about you?
4: Uh, kind of the same thing. Left uh, left the parade, did a couple things at the house, then went to uh, a friend's barbecue for Fourth of July night, and then. We wanted to get home before the fireworks kind of started at 9 o'clock because of the dogs. Jax goes crazy for fireworks, just loses his mind. So we wanted to get home for the dogs, and we did. And then there were people at the barn watching the horses, but Laura, she wanted to stay home, so I went out to the barn by myself to check on the horses. And I was driving out there at like 9 o'clock, 9.15, so kind of the same thing, seeing all the fireworks across the valley as I was driving out to the barn. And in years past, the horses have just... At least our horses have lost their minds with the fireworks to the point where we had a sedate them a couple of years. But this year, every single horse was so chill. I went out there, same amount of fireworks going off, but every horse was just, maybe they're used to it, just kind of just like chilling and relaxing, soaking in the fireworks on the 4th of July.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I like the fireworks, but I'll take a drone show over the fireworks any day of the week. And then also the new MSG Sphere. That thing's amazing. I, I would I could stare at that thing all day long. So I would take that. Over the fireworks i'm kind of i'm kind of over the fireworks with the all the poor dogs and, and animals that get spooked by them yes. and and i'm just like let's do some drone shows instead those are we've got that technology now let's do it
4: or, so, or at least put a cap on that i understand the fourth of july I set off the fireworks at least at least in my mind set a cap like let's all agree maybe 10 o'clock to stop it because in my neighborhood you see the fireworks that are going off around 9, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And then there's a guy up the street every single year. He waits until like 10.30. You think everything is calmed down, and all of a sudden he does his show in front of his house. And, uh, and it's not like five minutes. It's like boom, boom, boom. And then he pauses for five minutes. And then boom, 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 boom. It's like, dude.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. So hopefully everyone had a safe one. We are so happy to be back. So let's get things started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Two Princes by Spin Doctors?
1: If you
2: want to call my baby, just go ahead now.
3: Hear say My Name by Destiny's Child.
1: Baby.
3: Or do you want to hear Bizarre Love Triangle by New Order? <laughs> Your choices you can get your votes in right now a couple of ways you can vote on our facebook page you can uh call or text us at 702-364-9400 or you can tweet us with your vote at mercedes in the am we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1
2: Mix 94.1 Coming, coming, coming up You're going to want to hear
3: this We have more to come on the pre-show this morning On the way next we have the Daily Dirt
4: If you missed it, Madonna, she postponed her tour We have the latest on her health we got a health update on Madonna Details coming up in about 5 minutes
3: And the votes are in I am just finishing up Counting them And it looks like Bizarre Love Triangle New Order is the pre-show you pick up
2: you choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. You pick a mix, 94.1. It's the Daily Dirt with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1.
4: We've got a health update on Madonna. Let's go back. If you missed this last week, Madonna has postponed her entire tour. Uh, She was rushed to an intensive care unit after being found unresponsive at a residence. This was on Saturday, June 25th. She was then taken to an ICU where she was intubated for at least one night before the tube was removed. And Madonna's oldest daughter, Lourdes, was reportedly with her through the entire health scare. Now is when we're getting more information. Sources say that Madonna is still bedridden as she fights off what they're calling a bacterial infection. And that she's still getting sick from this infection. And some people think that she made herself sick preparing for her world tour. She was reportedly rehearsing nonstop for weeks, putting in twelve-hour days and ignoring symptoms because she was so focused on her work. Her tour was set to kick off on July fifteenth in Vancouver. She had some Vegas dates coming up, but everything's been on, been on hold or postponed for now.
3: Yeah, just she was. Uh, I read this article saying she was just trying to, so hard to keep up with like the younger performers, like Taylor Swift, and just doing all that they they're doing. And it's just it's not going to happen. You know, you got to take it easier. You know.
4: Yeah, you got to watch your body. Watch for signs from your body. All right. Let's talk about this song. Olivia Rodrigo, she released her new single called Vampire. She did, released it last Friday. You were one of the first people to hear this song. What were your initial thoughts when you heard Vampire?
3: Uh, the first thing I said after I heard it was, that's a smash. That's just a smash. Like it's it's so good. I is I especially love the
4: unedited version. Yes, yeah. If, if you haven't heard it yet, here is Olivia Rodrigo, her latest single. It is called Vampire. Here's a little
0: taste.
4: It's so good. Such
3: a fan. It's, I like the video too. I thought the video was really good. It's, yeah, it's great. I can't wait to hear what else she's going to put out.
4: Yeah, so the whole album is called Guts and that comes out in September, September 8th. And is Olivia Rodrigo going to prom? So she was at YouTube headquarters in California for the premiere of her video for the song Vampire. This happened on, uh, I think it was on Friday. But she's there with a bunch of fans and a kid straight up asked her to go to his prom. And she says, "Oh my gosh, I, I've always wanted to go to prom." And then she asked for the kid's number. Here's how. Listen to the audio from that that uh, prom asking incident. No, well, it's hard to hear. that right <laughs>
3: I'm like, I got yeah. nothing. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. nothing. Uh,
4: so, yeah, this kid goes up to her and says, we go to prom with me? She's like, yeah, absolutely. You know, give me your number. And he gets all excited. And then she kind of moves her way through the crowd. And then he walks back up and kind of shows her his phone to get her phone number. And she completely looks away.
3: Oh, that's too bad. I guess that's a no. That's a no on the promposal. Yeah,
4: it's, it's hard to think that, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, you know, maybe stranger things have happened. But it was just a cute little video. But then he goes back uh, for a second time with that phone. And she's like, ah, no, not going to happen. We'll have more dirt. Coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around
2: 7:15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
4: 1868.
2: And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC.
3: Good morning and welcome to the show here on this Thursday, July 6th. Yes, we are live today. We are back from vacation. We took a uh, last week off, a couple of days this week for the 4th of July, and we are back ready to go. So great to be back with you guys live. And as always, we love getting your uh, texts and your and your tweets and your threads and all so- sorts of uh, social media love. You can do that. Just look us up. Um, shoot us a text 702 364 9400 So Back from vacation and it sounds like we were all kind of busy. I uh I was in Hawaii uh, for a week and then got back over the weekend on Saturday. We were there from Saturday to Saturday. Uh went to Kauai. It was my first time to that island and it was just Wow, like completely. And, and people kept telling me before we went, like, you're going to love this island. It's the Garden Island. It's the oldest of all the Hawaiian islands. You're going to absolutely fall in love. And I was like, yeah, I, I've i been to some pretty great places in Hawaii before. And, man, that place blew me away. It was gorgeous.
4: And this was the trip that you were talking about where you, you saved some money by rebooking things. And you had your mom and your brother join you on this trip as well.
3: Yeah, they came out and they joined us. And, yeah, I just uh, kept an eye on the hotel rates and, and noticed that they were going down. So I just... Just, uh, rebooked and saved uh, some money on that, uh, being the penny pincher that I am. So, yeah. some money? Are you kidding me? It was awesome. It was really uh, a really nice week. How was your week?
4: It was nice. I was here the first half of the week, and then um, Laura, she was in California for work, and then she had a horse competition in San Juan Capistrano. So I went out there uh, early Friday morning to join here. So, so I was there Friday, Saturday. We came back Sunday night. And that was awesome. We stayed in an RV at the um, at the at the horse show park, and she was there all week, and she was loving it. And she did this RV thing before back in February, and I went out there to a horse show in February and spent one night in the RV. And it was it was cool. So here we are, a couple nights in an RV, the two of us, hot out there, summertime. But I got it. It was RV living is fantastic. It was so much fun plenty of space just the two of us we had the two dogs still plenty of space the only downside was the mattress it was one of those mattresses where you get in it and there's like a taco everyone just rolls to the center mm-hmm. it's like Ugh. that was the only downside of it outside of that the rv experience was fantastic yeah taking
3: it down the road
4: Yes, yeah, well so we so she didn't drive it out there. How it works is um it's almost like an Airbnb. You get out there and you rent this the RV spot and then you pay an RV company and they bring the this is probably why I love it so much. They bring the RV out, they set it up, they had to come out and you know and drain the sewage and stuff and they take care of all that stuff for you. So it's just like staying in an Airbnb, but it's an RV.
3: That's nice. Uh, you get to, you don't have to do any of the heavy lifting. They they bring it all to you. I like it.
4: Exactly. But uh the taco mattress, we both get in it and this I'm like, oh, we're sleeping close to each other tonight.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's not fun. Anytime you get a bad mattress, whether it's in an RV or a hotel, it's like, oh man, this is enough to ruin my entire vacation
4: here. Yeah, I woke up with a splitting headache because of that mattress. Uh, let's talk about what's happening on today's show. Let's start off with this. Charlie Puth is in concert this weekend, the Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan, and we have an opportunity, you, opportunity for you to have one amazing experience. It's
3: really insane all that you will get with this. It's Charlie's in my head experience, and it's a text to win contest. And it is just officially opened here at six o'clock. So here's what you do you got to text the keyword Charlie to 20357. 20357 is the number you want to text the word Charlie to. And you can enter as many times as you want for this grand prize. Two tickets to the show this Saturday at the Chelsea access to an intimate pre-show performance. It's like his sound check and you get to be there. You get to hear him talk about the songs, the stories behind the songs. There's going to be a moderated Q&A with Charlie. Plus, early entry, early access to the merch shopping, but you're also going to get your own VIP exclusive merch pack. So get in to win this. You have until 6pm tonight. Enter as much as you'd like. Text the keyword CHARLIE To 20357.
4: What a weekend you're going to have with Charlie Puth. Now, coming up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us?
3: Well, Adele says she dares you to try to do this. Social media's new Twitter killer and IHOP has a mashup that may be one of the best ever. All of that is coming up in What's Trending.
2: I'm probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1.
3: Adele is trending this morning. So the singer has something to say and she did not sound too happy about it. So from ce- celebrities like Kelsey Ballerini to BB Rexa They've all had items thrown at them while on stage recently. And Adele, she's not happy about it. And during one of her shows um, at the weekends with Adele Residency, she brought up that very topic, talking about people throwing things on stage at artists. She uh, this is what she had to say about that. Every
1: night, noticed how people are like forgetting
3: show <laughs> <so laughs> etiquette at the moment. People throwing on stage. Have you seen that? Dare you. Dare you <laughs> to I'm If you couldn't hear it, she said, I think have you noticed people are forgetting show bleeping show etiquette at the moment? People are just throwing stuff on stage. Have you seen them? And then she said, I bleeping dare you. Dare you to throw something at me and I'll bleeping kill you. (laughs) The irony is that uh, she was holding her t-shirt gun. I don't know if you've seen it before, but she always wants to pay attention to the people who have the worst seats in the house way high up. So she has this big t-shirt gun and there's like money wrapped up in there or like um, I think you can she tells you to buy a drink she'll put like a hundred dollar bill in there and she'll shoot them up to the people on the very top row so she was telling people do not throw anything at me but here psh, let me shoot some t-shirts at you
4: Adele is just the coolest you go back to when she canceled that show at the last minute and there was and I was one of them I was a hater on the whole thing like how dare she cancel that show and look what she's done with her show right now and you have said so many great things about it I didn't realize she has a t-shirt cannon with t-shirts with money inside and is she cursing like that all the time oh the show? yeah oh, that's The
3: stories great. are freaking amazing that she tells I mean she's just so candid with the audience mm-hmm. and then she goes out in the audience and man yeah I am on that same wavelength I was kind of upset about the cancellation and she said I we just don't have it perfect right now we can't put it on it's not perfect and now I get it now I get it because now when you see it it is perfect it is 100% perfect I couldn't imagine a better Uh, her doing a better job
4: on that show. And don't throw stuff at anyone, let alone Adele when you're in Vegas.
3: Also trending this morning is Threads. So it's the new social media app that is being called the Twitter Killer. Meta launched their version of the app called Threads yesterday. More than 5 million people signed up for it in the first four hours of the app's launch. Threads is linked to Instagram. So a lot of people are saying, well, how do I get Threads? Here's how you do it. Go to your Instagram account and type the word Threads in the search bar. When you do that, there's going to be this little red ticket that just pops up. Hit that, and it'll prompt you to sign up. The new app allows users to create thread accounts with their Instagram usernames, connect people that they follow on Instagram. Um, In a post, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said, our vision is to take the best parts of Instagram and create a new experience for text ideas and discussing what's on your mind. so easy
4: (laughs) to sign up. What do you think of it so far?
3: I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. Finally, this morning, IHOP is trending. The chain is offering customers a new pancake experience, pancake tacos. They're sweet. They're savory ones. Cheesecake, um, caramel banana pancake. They even have a breakfast pancake taco with bacon and eggs and cheese. Everyone is talking about this amazing mashup. They're only available until July 30th, and that's what's trending.
4: Memories bring back your study four point one Mercedes in the morning back from a, a little vacation and I enjoyed watching your stories, Mercedes, with your trip to Hawaii. I'm sure you're watching Steph's stories. When I was watching Steph's stories over vacation, at one point my heart sank with some of the stuff you were posting.
1: Yeah, there was something that happened over vacation that really, really traumatized me and my husband James. Uh one day we were just microwaving lunch and we put it in, we did it for a minute, and all of a sudden I was standing standing next to the microwave and my husband was standing underneath the microwave and the way our microwave is set up it's mounted into the cabinet on the wall and all of a sudden while the food was microwaving the cabinet fell off the wall. James went to try and catch it. I stepped away and when it was falling I, I, I just had this traumatized moment like oh my gosh this is it like James is going to get crushed by a cabinet gratefully he was okay he had his cut his his chin got cut open we went to the emergency room he's fine minor injuries but man in that moment when I saw that cabinet fall off the wall I was just kind of I mean I'm grateful that it was it was him and nothing nothing was um majorly injured but if it was Momo underneath it or if it was me underneath it man oh man I don't know what I would do uh, so what, I mean, what's the whole reasoning behind it falling? Was it just not installed properly? Yeah. So we found and, and, and people investigated from the complex. They came down. They just made sure first James was okay. And then secondly, they had investigators say, hey, what's going on with the wall? Whoever input it in did not properly mount it correctly. I mean, we even saw it. There was like thin little nails connecting it. And I guess the drywall wasn't per- uh, properly imp- uh, put in. So we're going through this whole legal thing. Thing right now, with consultation, and then we're trying to negotiate something with our property managers. Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing right now. <laughs> wow. I'm so glad he's okay. That's terrible. My yeah. gosh, is he? How's he doing now? You know what? At first, we were kind of nervous that he would get stitches and that he was going to leave a whole scar. But thankfully, his skin—it's so good.
5: He's got
1: that good skin. He's got the good skin, so it's it's healing well. It's scabbing well, and I'm just happy that there's not any much scarring right now uh, with. That. it's just kind of like the emotional stuff, like reliving everything. And right now, our wall is empty with where the cabinet was. It's just blank. <laughs> uh,
4: Go ahead. Well, I saw that video of them carrying the cabinet outside of, out of your apartment. And they were flimsy little nails inside that thing. Mm-hmm. They were like little small nails to hold stuff in place until you put the real nails inside that thing. And
1: there was two people carrying it out, and there was James catching it all oh. on his own. He became the Hulk that day, man. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, I God, I, do you know, what's the next step here? Right now, we're waiting for property management to respond for the requests that we want, and we're also letting that legal is involved. Too. As you should, As we, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we'll, <laughs> we will let you know. I'll okay, <laughs> keep you posted.
4: Well, glad James is okay. We we. Forgot to mention this. We've got your tickets to go see Nickelback. They'll be here a week from Saturday, and we've got your tickets coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. When you win, heads up.
3: Oh, we are back, baby. It is 637. Back from vacation. We missed you guys. So happy to be back with you live this morning. Um, We all kind of did our own thing. I know Steph went to Cabo. I went to Hawaii. You went to California. So we all got some uh, time out of town. It's so funny because when I left here, it was like 90 degrees. Beautiful. I come back. It was 112. I'm like, what happened? Oh, my gosh. I felt like I walked into soup. It was, yeah, oh my God, the,
4: heat, the heat arrived. It was the same thing for us. I mean, I left on Friday. The heat was starting to get here, but went to in California and, you know, out by the beach on Friday night. Got a sweatshirt, wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, there's a chill in the air. As we're driving back, this, the temperature started at 75, and I'm watching go 85, 95, 105, 115 when we got home.
3: Yeah, it was, uh, it was brutal. We were in Hawaii, and the weather was so nice out there. At times, it got a little warm, but, you know, it's Hawaii warm. It's not Las Vegas warm. It was, you know, in the morning moistures in the air. Um we went to the island of Kauai which I had never been to and so it's a very lush tropical island and one thing that they have a ton of are hiking trails. And I was so excited. Um uh, we were like Matt and I are like we're going to get up early, we're going to go hiking, we're going to have the best time and so we would get up And I would, you know, put on my my hiking clothes and we've got our our hiking shoes and I'm spraying myself with bug spray. Um, And a friend of ours who goes hiking there all the time, she's like, you know, what's great Um, in in Hawaii and Kauai, There's not a ton of bugs. There really aren't. I mean, spray yourself, but you probably won't end up with very many bug bites. She's like, I got I was there for a month. I got one bug bite. I'm like. That's great because every time I go somewhere, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's my blood type, the way my skin smells. I get just annihilated by bugs. So I was so happy about this. We go hiking, we come back, zero bug bites. I'm like, she was right. Look at this. I got zero bug bites. I was so happy. Next couple of days, I'm waiting for them to come out, nothing. I'm like, this is amazing. Then day four comes around, long past that hike, getting ready to go on a new hike. And I look down at my legs and I'm like, what the? And I start itching. I got devoured. And and it wasn't from the hike. It was just from every day walking around, uh, going, you know, to, I went to a chocolate tasting. We went to a (laughs) rum tasting. What What happened? I, every time I go on vacation, the bugs eat me alive. And I had I didn't wear shorts to the 4th of July parade because I was embarrassed about all the bug bites oh. on my on my legs.
4: You were still dealing with them
3: on the 4th? Oh, there there's still a couple that lingered that uh, are still itchy to me. Um yeah, I what, ha- what's the whole science behind that? Why will they not leave me alone? Didn't get one on a hike, but just living normal life. All of a sudden they decide to come and eat me.
4: Well, you're, this is so true because you go back to one of your European vacations. You had chiggers, you had bites all over you. Mm-hmm. Did anyone on else on that trip, ha- uh, going back a couple trips ago, have the chiggers attack them? Nope. Just you? Just me. Okay, just how is me. the rest of the family when they're walking around Hawaii? Do they get uh, bug bites as well? Or Both just
3: girls got a couple, but not as many as me. Um, Sophie had, like, two on her leg. Brooklyn had one on her arm and, I think, on her ankle. Uh, but I was the one who had, like, 20. It was just, I don't know what it is. And then I thought Matt had zero. I thought maybe it's our blood type because me and the girls have the same blood type. And I... We don't know what Matt's blood type is, but I know me and the girls have the exact same blood type. So it's like, maybe they just have a thing for my kind of blood. My husband's like, no, because... You always get attacked. They don't always get attacked. It's the weirdest thing. The weirdest thing.
4: It should be a badge of honor. The the bugs have attracted you. The the, the bugs are hanging out. Matt walks by, like. "Ah."
3: Is that a badge of honor that bugs like you? I'm trying to spin it. I'm trying to spin it here for you. That
4: (laughs) I would be like, well, at least (laughs) bugs like me. You're walking by, and they're like, whoa, what's this? Hey, guys, come on, we got a live one here. Always happens to me every single time. Calamine lotion or anything to take take care of the itching.
3: Lots of Benadryl lotion that I use, but oh, off it should be called on when it comes to me because they were just like, hello, (laughs)
4: Uh, hot freeze up next. We have all
3: right. Well, have you? We're just speaking of uh, temperatures. Have you noticed it is just getting hotter and hotter? Tuesday was one of the hottest days of the year in the world. We're going to talk about that coming up. Also, not watching this for just one week will cause the buildup of so much bacteria you're definitely going to want to hear what that is and what is a subtle sign that you are old gen z thinks they have found that sign we'll tell you what it is coming up next in the hot three
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today.
2: Let's go. Here we go. 3 2 It's time for the hot 3 on mix nutty 4.1.
3: Tuesday was the hottest day ever recorded on earth. Like the entire earth That broke the record That was set on the previous day And today may break the record too According to the U.S. National Centers For Environmental Prediction The average global temperature Was 62.92 degrees Fahrenheit Which obviously doesn't sound Like that actually sounds enjoyable But that's the average That topped Monday's record Over 62.62 degrees Millions of Americans Celebrated Independence Day under heat warnings. It was uh, just really brutal in a lot of the the country and the world, apparently. Yeah,
4: I felt like we we had a nice break. I think we d- didn't hit 100 until towards the end of June. We almost made it the entire month of June without hitting 100 degrees, but then that stuff came in. I mean, we're expecting it, but it came in strong it last week.
3: Yeah, it didn't even, like, ease into it. <laughs> it was like you flipped on a light switch, and all of a sudden here's the fire. <laughs> you know, it's just brutal. Hello, did you miss me? I'm back. I mean, I'm looking, it says, according to, to my uh, little temperature gauge here, mm-hmm. it says 77 right now, which that's just beautiful. Sounds enjoyable. How long before we hit 100? How many how many minutes? Is this going to be a matter of minutes, hours? What's the, what's the deal here? Yeah,
4: and how is it for your mom back in? Because I know this heat you're talking about, the Northeast, the Philadelphia area, it's just been brutal. How is it? Is Denver on the lower side when your mom went back from Hawaii, or are they getting a heat wave?
2: Uh,
3: I Honestly, I have no idea, but I, I do know that, um, oh, it looks like it's very mild there. Uh, the 79 is going to be the high today, but Oof. she does not have air conditioning, and that is why we never visit her home in the summer anymore. I could handle it. I grew up with it. I'm used to it. But my husband is just, he refuses to go see my mom during the summer because she does not have air conditioning. (laughs) Unless we stay at a hotel. That's the only way. But then she gets hurt like, why would you stay at a hotel? I have a, I have a room for you. I'll make it up nicely. I have a fan I'll put in there. And he's like, nope, we're not going until the fall.
4: I'm right there with Matt. Yeah. I'm right there with Matt. Yeah. it's it, We had air, My parents have air conditioning, but growing up, they never turned it on. They never turned it Unless it was an extreme heat wave, they would turn it on. Like, what is this magical stuff? Why is it on all the time? When you go to California, you know, there's some of those beach towns, there's no AC in those places. And we've done Airbnbs. And it's like, what? Are you kidding me? I need. I needed to be freezing at night when I sleep.
3: We were going to stay at a hotel in, um, by the beach. I can't remember where it was. And I don't know. I think I just offhandedly mentioned which hotel we were going to stay at. And you're like, oh, I've stayed there before. And I'm like, did you like it? And you're like, they don't have AC. I immediately canceled it. <laughs> yes. I was like, we're not staying there. It's not happening. We're so spoiled. The AC at the hotel we stayed at in Hawaii, it was on like the extreme other end. The thing, the room was so cold. I was shivering. I had to go outside to warm up. Like it was, and if you turned it off, it got hot in there. So it was one or the other. You either had it freezing cold or just a sauna it was ridiculous you
4: can't find that balance
3: no, it not at all um also this morning, so if you have not washed your pillowcases in a week, you are likely sleeping on seventeen thousand more bacteria colonies than what would be found on your toilet seat. Swab tests of the coverings found that materials like cotton and silk are just teeming with fungus and germs due to your dead skin cells. Sweat, feces, feces. Yeah, saliva. <laughs> what are you doing with that pillow? Oh, that's, yeah, that's the whole, what was the movie with the pink eye?
4: Oh, uh, <laughs> planes, trains, and automobiles? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Hold, uh, um, next, oh, uh, Seth Rogen.
3: Seth Rogen. What? 40 years.
4: No. Uh, What
3: was that one? Someone's got to know out there. Um, Anyway, the experiments collected samples of unwashed pillowcases and let them incubate for up to seven days. And they found that not only is your pillowcase teeming with bacteria, but it could also be harboring bed bugs. Yeah, it's really disgusting. Uh, So just wash your pillowcases, people. Uh,
1: Was it knocked up stuff? Was that it? Why... Why am I spacing? I I looked it up. I put in "pink eye movie" with Seth, R- Seth Rogen, and I guess there's even a movie clip with pink eye. Oh, okay, then it's yeah, gotta be he it. He up, got yeah. pink eye, and did, did you ever see that movie stuff? I love it. I think okay. it's so funny. I just don't remember that scene for some reason.
3: They the guy gets pink eye because um, someone else uh, uh, passed gas in his <laughs> in his pillow.
4: <laughs> you want to you want to burn your buddy really good? Pass gas on your friend's pillow.
3: <laughs> um. Finally, this morning, you're not necessarily... Necessarily old if you do this, everyone younger than you will just see you as an old person, okay? Gen Zers have come up with this new way to determine if someone is old or not, okay?
1: I'm dreading <laughs> this story, Mercedes.
3: <laughs> Gen Zers are making fun of people who scroll through their phone using their index finger. The young person way to do it is with your thumb. So if you see someone and I'm, God bless her, my mom does this. That's how she texts with her index finger. Um, it, it, that, that, that is the new way to determine whether or not you're old. Now, this is not just one person's opinion. A recent poll done by the makers of Candy Crush found that 80% of Gen Zers use their thumbs to play Candy Crush. It drops to 67% for millennials. And then uh, 73% of baby boomers say they mainly use their index finger. So why the difference in technique? Well, maybe because when older people first got touchscreens, using a stylus was a thing. Do you? Re- I never used a stylus. Did you ever use a stylus? No,
4: I, I remember them. I thought they were the big- I never had one. I thought they were the biggest pain in the butt. If you lose your, your little pen thingy, you're doomed, right?
3: Does, does anyone else remember this? It was literally the beginning of the stylus, and I used to love these things. They were they looked like clipboards, and you would you had a red like wax pen, and you would like draw pictures on it and whatever. And then when you were done with the picture, you would pull the top of the thing up and it would erase it. Do you know what I'm talking about?
4: Oh my gosh. I
3: loved that thing. What does anyone else remember that? Yes, that, I,
4: that was the first stylus. Yeah, it really was. I, it was like a grocery store treat my parents would I remember that now that little tiny pen and you can use your nail too if you wanted to.
3: Yeah, but there was like wax underneath so when you would write on it the wax would like pop through um that that sheet and then when you were done drawing whatever you drew you pulled it up and then put it back down and then you can start all over again. Yes.
4: I have not thought about that. That's a flashback. I wow. Know, you, I know. you unlocked a memory I just, right there. I
3: just really like went deep on that Whew. one. But yeah, that's what I remember. So so one meme summed it up like this. It it shows a person um it shows a picture of someone using their finger to scroll with the caption. Pretty sure every mom in the world texts like this. So 40% of Gen Zers say that they would be embarrassed if they were out in public and someone caught them scrolling with their one finger.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Did everyone pick up their phone? Thank God I'm a thumb. I'm I'm a thumb.
3: I'm thumb. But on Candy Crush, I know I play with a finger. I know I do that. I, uh... I play on my iPad.
4: I can't be doing <laughs> thumbs on you that. You need more space. Yes, I get exactly. it. Yeah. We've got our 7 a.m. social club. We're live back from vacation, and we'll be live on our social club, Facebook and YouTube. That's Mercedes in the Morning, live from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. So that kicks off in about three minutes.
3: We are live right now on the 7 a.m. social. If you want to join us on and off the air, you can do that on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning and I was getting my microphone set up. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me see if it's on.
4: Check, check, check. check, check. check, check. Yes.
3: Wanna wish a happy birthday To Kelly On the 7am social It's a birthday And we love you, have a great day That's what you get when you join the 7am
4: social You need to do a generic birthday song Because that can replace <laughs> our Elvis happy birthday That we play for everyone's birthday
3: <laughs> I hope you enjoy that Kelly <laughs> Happy birthday How do you get that? That could be a
4: cameo right there i pay 10 bucks for that, I would, to would get you? that on my birthday to Absolutely, yeah
3: okay. I, You know, I'm taking requests on the 7am social and <laughs> Only on the seven AM social, so you got to make sure you join us there on our YouTube page and on Facebook.
4: I was I was kind of telling Mercedes about this before you we went on vacation because I, I had a major. Um relationship miscommunication with my wife, with Laura. We were uh, discussing... I'm
3: glad you clarified it was with your life, wife Laura, <laughs> not your wife Susie or Jane. And my mistress uh, <laughs> with Judy. With my wife Laura. Uh, yes, well, which other wife what are we talking about? Rebecca, the other one I don't talk about too much. Um, <laughs> what was that show that they filmed here with the, all the wives? Sister wives? Sister wives, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's me. I got eight Season wives. Season two. <laughs> JC version.
4: <laughs> we were planning on going to Wyoming. It was a whole back and forth thing. We, we finally booked the trip. We we're going to be there for like three days. We go through every summer. Um, a, f- a few weeks back, the contact, one of our horses got sick and had to have major surgery. It was, it was a whole thing. It was a lot of stress in, our, uh, in the horse world and, and on both of us. And the Friday that he had the surgery, we're at the house, and the surgery was a success, but still dealing with a lot of stress. And Laura was going to go to New York City for uh, a few days and then come back and then go to this horse show. And then we were going to go to Wyoming. And she says to me that night, and she says, would you be okay if we canceled Wyoming? It's just, it's just too much right now. I think we should cancel Wyoming. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. There's a lot going on. Horse is sick. You're going to be out of town for the next two weeks. And they go out of town for a third week. No problem. I wake up the next day. I cancel the trip to Wyoming. Think nothing of it. Uh, Fast forward, like it's the Friday before Laura's going to New York York, and we're going to dinner. And she turns to me and she says, uh, she goes, I'm so looking forward to Wyoming. And I'm like, huh? I canceled the trip. I'm like, what is she saying? Now, Mercedes, we were having an awesome drive to dinner. It was just an awesome day. And, and I didn't want to ruin anything by saying, uh, I canceled that trip. And I'm like, I thought you wanted to cancel it. She's, no, I said, I was thinking about it. We should do it. I'm like, okay. So I didn't sit in that night. Next day, I call the place. It's booked. I look online. The place is booked. Rooms are gone. The lady was so sweet. She's like, you can try back on Monday. The manager's back. Maybe there's a waiting list or something. Uh, so that weekend, Laura's talking about Wyoming plans. She's like, do you want to go on a trail ride? I'm like, oh, let me think about it. And so Monday morning after the show, I call, and the lady's like, we're sold out. I doubt we're going to get a cancellation. If we do, there's already a waiting list. She's like, I'm sorry. So Laura's in New York City at that point. I had to tell her that night on the phone that I canceled our trip to Wyoming.
3: I'm surprised you waited so long. Like, I get not telling her that night because there was still the hope that Mm -hmm. it it would be rebooked. But, like, you waited so long to tell her. You should have told her as soon as you knew it wasn't happening.
4: I know, but we're driving. We're, here's, my, here's my thought process we're driving to dinner. It's just, you know, like one of those nights where everything's on. I'm like, this is, we're just having so much fun. I'm not going to ruin it by saying I canceled the trip. Hopefully I'll wake up Saturday or actually Friday night when I got back and try to rebook it. And then I got back and it was booked. And so I called Saturday and the lady on the phone, did she's like, well, call back Monday. Talk to the managers. I'm like, all right, I'll give it two more days. And so I wait till Monday and then I call and she's like, ah, and at that point, Laura's in New York. So it's Monday night. She's in New York City. And I'm like, hey, I got to tell you something. I got good news, bad news. And she's like, what's that? I'm like, uh. I canceled Wyoming.
3: That's uh, so you didn't get to do anything for vacation.
4: Well, I went to the horse show. Yeah. It had an awesome time. Yeah, we just did our Wyoming trip. So we, and that was, she's like, well, what's the good news? I'm like, I'm coming to your horse show. And she's like, it's cool, but it's not Wyoming.
3: So are you guys going to rebook at some
4: point? Yeah, we're going to look for like a future date to go uh, maybe later in the summer, in the fall, experience a different season. But yeah, it was just one of those things where I swore she said cancel. In her mind, she was saying, I'm thinking about canceling.
3: Yeah, that's, I I mean, that's kind of a mixed message in your defense, like, but I wouldn't have done it right away. I would have waited, but I get it. It's like, okay, might as well just, you know, cut the strings now and not deal with it. But that's a mixed message. I wouldn't know what to take from that either.
4: Yeah. And it's truly looking back to the night when she said, let's cancel it. I still had time to cancel it. I still have, you know, like a week or two to cancel it. I should have done the deal of like let's all sleep on it, wake up, yeah, see, get our thoughts in the morning. She's
3: emotional yeah. right now. You're emotional right now. Let's uh, let's wait. But well, it just wasn't meant to be. Maybe you maybe some big crisis was averted by the fact that you didn't go. Maybe there was something that bad that would have happened, and maybe that was a way of uh, the universe protecting
4: you. Exactly. And uh, next hour, I'll tell you about the issue that I have with uh, my wife, uh, Susan. My other wife.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. Please clarify which (laughs) wife you're talking about today. Thank you.
2: It's the Daily Dirt with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1.
4: If you missed this, Madonna, she postponed her entire tour. And this happened last week. But Madonna, she was rushed to an intensive care unit after being found unresponsive at a residence on Saturday night. This was June 25th. She was then taken to an ICU where she was intubated for at least one night before the tube was removed. Um, Now, we're getting more information. Sources say that Madonna is she's still bedridden as she fights off her bacterial infection. One source says she's vomiting uncontrollably. She's still getting sick. Now, some people think she made herself sick preparing for her world tour. She's reportedly been rehearsing nonstop for weeks, putting in 12-hour days, ignoring symptoms because she was so focused on her work. Others say she's been in declining health for a while and was fighting a fever for the past month.
3: Yeah, that that was a lot on her plate. And that, that tour was no joke. It wasn't just a few nights. It was all over the world, so... You know, I think she can do it. I think she has the stamina, but you got to take it slower. It's just a
4: lot. Certainly is. She was set to kick it off um, next week in Vancouver. She had dates here in Vegas in October and then coming back like in January. So, yeah, it was a huge tour. Olivia Rodrigo, she released her new single called Vampire. She released it last Friday. Take a listen to this song from Olivia Rodrigo. So good. You were one of the first people to, to hear the song. You heard it a week before it was released, right?
3: Yeah, it, I I fell in love with the song. It, but here's the thing: there, I feel like the song sounds like another song, but I can't place it. There's one part where it's like. It, it kicks in and it's like and that song sounds like another song to me. Does anyone know what I'm talking about?
4: Can you put in the, the kick in part stuff that Mercedes is talking about? Is it uh, like Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody when it kicks back in? Mm. Um, Elton John-esque maybe? No. The piano in the beginning?
3: There is a part where I think it sounds like Miley Cyrus' See You Again. Do you know that song? And I can't wait to see you again. Mm-mm. Do you know that part? I don't. There's, a, there's two parts. There's that part and then there's the other one where, like, I almost want to say, like, the Beatles or something, where the Beatles have a song where it turns into this like hard like guitar i don't know it's just me i always think i hear songs in other songs
4: Uh, i'll have to break it down once we'll have to get everything you just mentioned and line it all up and kind of break it down later on to see uh, if that's the case looks like harrison's fords his run as indiana jones might be ending on on a low note because indiana jones and the dial of destiny it only made 60 million in its opening weekend and then you combine the long holiday. A lot of people had off on, on Monday and then 4th of July on Tuesday. It made a total of $83 million. They're calling it a disappointing opening because the movie cost $295 million to make. Now, in comparison, the much-hated Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that came back at, uh, came out in 2008, that three-day opening, three-day opening was $100 million. So it's even, like, coming in lower than that one, which people are not a fan of.
3: I saw it um, over vacation. I liked it. Was it good? I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, the ending was perfect. I loved it. And I thought the ending was fine. I th- I feel like maybe I missed something. Because everyone's like, that ending was great. And I was like, well, yeah, it was fine. But I didn't see, like, why everyone's ooing and aahing over it.
4: Did you finish the bear? Yes. Oh, I did, Chef. Chef, <laughs> yes, <laughs> chef. chef. Let's start calling each other chef. Oh, uh, cousin, cousin. Oh my gosh.
3: I love uh, that so show. Good. There, there are not a lot of shows out there that I will like, like die on this hill. And I think that was on. That's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It is so good. And uh, this, the second season of it, the Christmas episode. Oh my gosh! I thought I was going to die. I my heart rate was just so high and I couldn't breathe and man that show is amazing and Sydney is my favorite character I love her she's amazing
4: is that the sister
3: no Sydney the chef
4: oh the chef which one is she
3: You don't know who who's. I, I don't know the names. I know
4: the, I know the cousin. The, the, the cousin. She's and the, the.
3: She's the, the his partner. Oh, she's awesome. She's yeah. fantastic.
4: <laughs> she's that whole show that we watched. The I sea- don't know
3: anyone's name, but <laughs> I don't. I don't
4: retain names from shows. Oh Anyone else like that? You watch shows like I don't know the character's name. <laughs> I love the show though. We watched the finale twice. Alright, they got. I got a little uh, a family feud style game for you and Steph. Okay. Variety ranked the top 10 Disney villains of all time. I've got the top five answers on the board looking for the top Disney villains of all time. Steph! I'm gonna go with Ursula. Show me Ursula!
5: It's number three.
4: Nice. I didn't know we were ringing it.
3: <laughs> Steph's oh. ready to go. I love it. Let me think. Disney villain of
1: all time. Scar.
4: Show me Scar. Ooh. Good answer. Number two, Mercedes. Number Ooh. two. What about Maleficent? Show me Maleficent. Number one. Nice. nice.
1: What other numbers do we got?
4: Maybe three and five. Three, oh. three was at the parade on Tuesday.
1: Ur- you said Ursula. Yeah.
4: Oh, you said Ursula. Was it I when? did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, then. Sorry. We, <laughs> when he,
1: when he,
3: when he, I'm trying to think of, like,
4: who else was need, I saw her, and her makeup need, was
1: great at look, the parade. She was
4: on point. We need four and five then. Um,
1: um, what about Cruella Deville? Vil? Cruella
4: is on there. She's number four.
1: Nice. Number five. Go ahead, Steph. You're on roll. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm done at Cruella. Um, <laughs> Gaston? guest on
4: oh, i never would beast. have picked him never Gaston! number five this week's 94.1 mercedes in the morning
3: i tell you things are happening that we have no idea about I, I it's really starting to freak me out first we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago about the uh unidentified flying object that landed in someone's backyard in North Vegas and all that stuff and the story that goes along with that. And that that, that's been a huge topic of conversation. And then there's this lady on the airplane that was extremely distressed on her flight out of Texas. Did you guys see the video of that?
4: I saw the story. This is the flight that Carrot Top was on. I saw the video that the Carrot Top posted as well. I didn't see. I, I see there's clearer videos. I'm trying to pull it up right now.
3: Okay, so if you missed it, let me explain. Uh, yes, Carrot Top, of all people, was on this plane, but that's not even the story. So basically, this this woman is on a plane. It's uh, from Dallas flying to Florida, and she has an absolute meltdown before she leaves, before the plane takes off. Um, now, th- this is all like footage that other people got on their cell phone. But according to this woman, she says that she needed to get off that plane immediately because the person that she was sitting next to wasn't real. Now, I know what a lot of people are probably thinking. She had too much to drink. Um, She, you know, she needs help. There's something wrong with her mentally. But a lot of people are now obsessed with this story and coming to her defense. So this guy was sitting next to her and he was wearing a hoodie and she's like, that man is not real. I got to get off this plane. She was cursing a lot. Um, And she's she's accusing him of being a shapeshifter. People are freaking out, saying that there may be something to it. Do we have audio? Um, in there? Uh, I, yeah. We but, to okay, here's here's some audio of her.
1: I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off, and everyone can either believe
3: it or they cannot believe it. But I am telling you right now, that mother f*** back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can f- die with them or not. I'm not going to. Ah, uh. So everyone is talking about it. And now people are coming out saying that her accusing this guy of being like a ghost or a shapeshifter or whatever is actually something that's possible. Um, what do you guys think? Is, is there just some weird stuff going on right now? I really feel like there's weird stuff going on all the time. But I feel like we're getting more confirmation on some of the things that may have been hidden in the past. Do you know what I'm saying?
4: I completely agree with you, especially the whole alien thing that went down before we went on vacation. And I feel like now, you know, maybe this stuff was happening in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, but but now that we have access to, everyone has their cell phone and can communicate with the entire world within seconds and show stuff that's happening, we're seeing more of it now because we have more access to it now.
3: Yeah, and a lot of people are able to record things and we're having people more people willing to speak out and then you have your conspiracy theorists so as far as this story goes and what do you guys think 702 364 as far as this story goes i saw this tiktok last night from a guy who was on that plane and he was sitting behind the woman and the guy she was accusing of being a shapeshifter And he's saying that he witnessed the whole thing. He saw the meltdown. He didn't think much of it. But now that he's going back in his mind and reliving the situation, he did remember the man she's accusing who was wearing this hoodie had nothing with him. He had no cell phone. He had no iPad, no AirPods. Literally, dude was just sitting in his seat looking at the back of the seat in front of him, which in this day and age, a little odd. I think we can all admit that that you don't see that very often. Second thing now that he's freaking out about is he realized that as soon as the woman got kicked off the plane or, or left the plane, the dude turns around, looks at him and winks. Okay. That's odd. But he said, now I'm freaking out. Cause I just realized when he winked at me, his eyelid didn't wink up and down and closed. It winked side to side. And I'm like, you're kidding me. People are coming at this guy. They're like, you're making this up. Is, <laughs> is he a video? Um, no, he has no video of it. But I, I we can post the video of the guy uh, saying this. People are now freaking out, saying this is real. You guys, if you don't believe this, you're stupid. There are people among us that are not people. And they're living among us.
4: Uh, yeah, you are telling us that during the 7 a.m. social club, and I was shocked to hear that. I wish that guy had video to see the blinking eyes. But that is, anytime I'm on a flight and I see someone get on with zero, with nothing, they just walk on and sit down. That, that amazes me. I'm like, how is, that, how is that possible? Not even a bottle of water. Nothing in your hand. Not one bag. I flew to San Diego back in the beginning of the year, literally just to fly to pick up my wife and drive her home. And so I was just getting off the plane and going to meet her. I still had a small little bag to carry up my phone and water and whatever. That's odd. This shapeshifter, he should have had a bag with him.
3: I know. I'm finding the, the video of this guy. He he seems legit to me, but at the, then again, who knows who's legit? I don't know. He's gotten six point one million views on that video talking about it. I'm going to uh, send it now. Well,
4: even the lady that flipped out on the plane. She, I mean, she, she was like, "Hey, just average person hopping on a plane. Life is grand." You don't you don't see that coming from from. I, I wouldn't suspect someone would get up on the plane and say you're a shapeshifter.
3: Yeah, she didn't seem to be intoxicated to me, and yeah. she seemed very very distressed like like she really saw something that freaked her out so I don't know people are asking were they an air marshal um, Melissa says basically the premise of shapeshifting aliens living among us has been around for years this one says it's the 80's movie V in real life I never saw
4: V oh yeah with Rowdy Rowdy Piper <laughs>
3: Wow. Yep, uh-huh. oh, that's the claim to fame is Rowdy Rowdy Piper is in that one.
4: Yeah, they're shapeshifters. And you. Could, I think you wear special sunglasses to see who the aliens are. And they look just like regular people. But then you have these glasses on with the powers. You could see them. His famous line is, I came here to chew bubblegum and kick butt. I'm all out of bubblegum. You're like, oh, he's going to kick butt now oh. he's not here. He's not he can't chew any gum. I'll be we like, well, here's peace. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Carrot Top will work this into his act? Like, oh, oh it's yeah. a shapeshifter. It's this he, or something.
3: And he did a whole series of posts about what happened and as it was happening. And that was funny. I was like, okay, did Carrot Top, did he do something? Did he have something to do with, <laughs> his, with his props and stuff? You know, I, that was one of the things I thought of. I'm like, maybe he's responsible uh-huh. here.
4: Uh, we have the hot three is coming up next. What do you have for us? A
3: lot of you out there, a lot of us, a lot of people are liars. How are, what are some of the top sides? that you can find out that someone is lying to you. That is on the way. Also, is this the secret to beating jet lag? And this famous food is turning 86 years old today. What is it? We'll talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3.
2: Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. Mix 94.1.
3: Guys, this is what I love about this show. You never know what's going to happen. And we were just talking about the woman who just had a meltdown on a flight from Dallas to Florida. She thought she was seated next to a shapeshifter or or someone who wasn't real. And she, she absolutely lost it. She had to get off the plane. Everyone's still talking about it, saying... Maybe there's something to it. There's some conspiracy theorists that are saying maybe maybe she was sitting next to a shapeshifter. Well, someone she was not sitting next to, but who was on that plane was none other than Las Vegas headliner Carrot Top. And Gary Top is on the phone with us. What's, good? What's going on, Gary Top?
5: I, got I don't think Sully got this much interview interviews in press. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I it, it was. I will say it was the craziest thing. We had we had flown from Vegas to Dallas. Everything was fine. I was sitting on a plane, and then uh, the guy said we're going to close the door and take off. He said we have to take their seats, and he kept looking back at this and towards the back of the plane. And uh, he kept saying, ma'am, you just sit down, we're getting ready to take off. And finally put the mic and he started walking that way. So we're still thinking nothing of it. And then I started hearing somebody yell. So I thought it was the flight attendant yelling at somebody. And then she just, yeah, she made her way to the front of the plane and was t- saying all kinds of things. You know, the, the best one was, "That guy is not real." And I, and I kept thinking, "She's talking to me. <laughs> and, um, I'm in trouble." <laughs> and uh, she, 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 she said it three or four times. And then everybody looked at me, and I was like, "I don't know who's she talking to." So we we're trying to figure out if there was an actual person that she was referencing. Um But they, you know, the, the new ro- rules now you can't touch a passenger, regardless of of what rage they're in. So when they when they had him in the front cabin, there, the one flight attendant was you know six five woman, and she said you need to calm down, and she just kept screaming. And he said you need to calm down, um or I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take you out of the plane. And the other guy's like Barbara, go touch her, don't grab, her. <laughs> don't touch her at all. So we're all like, great. And then after as the whole thing, they finally get her off. She says, she doesn't want her bag. Now I looked at the guy next to me. and I said, that means we're all going to have to get off the plane. And oh, they're going to yeah. every freaking bag. So that's exactly what they did an oh. hour and a half later. They said, we're going to have to get off the plane. And uh, and then then they took her off and we all waited every other for three hours. And then she then here's the kicker. We're waiting on a flight attendant to come get us to take, because we lost a flight attendant through all this. And everyone starts applauding. And we think, oh, God, here comes the flight attendant. Well, it was that woman trying to get back on the flight. No, <laughs> she
3: tried to get back on?
5: Yeah. She said, I've got my boarding pass and my ID is all on the plane. They said, well, you have to have it on you. She said, well, it's on the plane. I can't go get it. If it's on the plane, how do I get it here? Oh you know, my gosh! Call Chris I, Angel. Call I... Chris Angel. He'll get it.
4: Did, did he go on the plane to get her bags and stuff, or did she? No,
5: oh, no. He grabbed. No, he grabbed her physically, grabbed her, and carried her out of the airport and into the police department's hands.
4: So
3: let so, me let, let right. me ask you this, top. Did you see the guy Tom, she was? Oh, ref- was just Tom, Tom, just, <laughs> did you see the guy who she was referring to? Did, did,
5: the- nobody, nobody did. The woman that was sitting back next to her said there was no such thing. There was no. There was no man. What? Yeah, there was no man that she. Everyone that was around her said she first she had lost her earbud and she was very upset about losing her earbud. So she was irate. She started yelling at everybody, according to the passengers back there. And then when she finally was just over the earbud, she said she just was she just started yelling at random people. As far as the, the sources that I got, there was no person that she was re- referring to.
4: So, Mercedes, tell them about the video you have where you saw all of the passenger and this whole shape-shifting thing that went down.
3: Yeah, so I'll have to send this uh, TikTok video to you, uh, Caratop. It's it's this guy saying that he was sitting behind that woman and she was sitting next to a guy wearing a hoodie, and one thing he Mm -hmm. noticed about this guy is when he got on the plane, he didn't really have anything, like no phone that he was looking at, no iPad, no earbuds. He was just literally sitting there looking at the seat in front of him, which he thought was odd. And so as the meltdown happened and And the guy wasn't saying anything in response to her. He was just looking at her. She finally leaves. And he said that guy turned around and looked at him and winked. And he's now realizing when he winked, the wink wasn't an up and down eyelid closing down. It was like eyelids from the side coming together. (laughs) If that makes any sense. Now, granted, it's the Internet. It's TikTok. I don't know if this guy's looking for his five minutes of fame, but that's what he's saying now.
5: Oh, well, that's weird. So then, maybe there was maybe there was something more to it.
4: Oh my gosh! What, 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 where's your whole stance, character with the the aliens that crashed here uh, a few weeks ago? Are you be, are you a believer in that, or think it was a drone?
5: Oh god, I don't know. You know, my father worked at NASA for years, and uh, and my brother worked in the Air Force and at, at, at Area 51. I don't know. I I I have never been told. My parents and my brother are not allowed to tell me anything fun. Um. But I don't know. I'm a kind of a believer in another another world lifetime. Sure, they look like little creatures as they describe them, but there might be another force of some sort.
3: Well, the most important it might, question. It
5: might have been on my, been, been on my plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: The most important question is, are you going to incorporate this into your show now? <laughs> well, I do.
5: Yeah, know. I, mean, I, I get stopped on the street more than I have for anything I've ever done. I could do, do Rogan's show a dozen times and more people stop me and say, were you on that flight? <laughs> so, I just came up with one joke, which was not even a joke. I was sitting next to a marshal on the plane. After the whole incident happened, he leaned over and said, I'm a marshal. I said, I was wondering if there was going to be a marshal. And the pl- last time I was sitting on a plane with a marshal, it was Penny Marshall. <laughs> so it, didn't, it, didn't do, uh, it didn't do much good. <laughs>
3: a bringing a back, Penny
5: bringing back
3: Laverne in 2023, yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah, I didn't feel much safer with, uh, with Laverne next to me.
3: Oh, well, Kiritop, we appreciate you coming on uh, so early and talking about that. I just thought, what, what a strange conversation coincidence that you, of all people, were on this flight. I know.
5: And the strange thing is that everyone everyone in my life has come to me since this happened. It says, you know, we always read about these things. but It's never on my plane. And it's like, it's so true. Like, as much as I travel, I've never had anything like this happened. Yeah. got you on TMZ. Yeah. Very strange.
3: And also, hey, props for you to you for being so famous and flying commercial. I'm sure you could get your own jet. I think that's really cool that you fly
5: commercial. <laughs> that's another number of things people say. How come he doesn't have his own jet?
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're the best, Karen, Tom. Thanks for calling. We'll no, there you, you have
4: it. He was there. <laughs> From the man on the flight. It's Mix 94.1.
2: Here we go. It's time for the hot three on Mix Nutty 4.1.
3: I really wonder if this number was much higher and some of these people are just lying. But in a new poll, 25% of Americans admit to lying at least once a day. The other 75% claim they don't lie that much. Men were a little more likely to admit it. 26% compared to 23% of women Men were also more likely to say that they lie multiple times a day. Now, the poll did not discriminate between small white lies and bigger lies. So this includes everything from... Um, yeah, you look great in that dress to no officer, I did not have a drink tonight. It's all of those things. Millennials are the biggest liars, according to the survey. Gen X and Gen Z are next, and then the baby boomers are the least likely to say that they lie a lot. And they also looked at ways to spot a liar. 84% say it's a red flag when they will not look you in the eye. Um, People that fidget is a sure sign someone's lying. Sweaters, Um, People who start talking really fast, that's a good sign that someone's lying to you. And then also when you notice that someone starts blinking a lot, some of the other things we associate with lying include um, tripping over your words, playing with your hair, touching your face. And using an odd amount of hand gestures. Those are all signs.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a fidgeter. You, you, you caught that, too, at the parade on, on Tuesday, the 4th of July parade. We were the MCs for it. And uh, Laura pointed out over the weekend, we were driving, and my leg just shaking nonstop. And then you picked up on it at the parade because I was just sitting there. But my leg was shaking. And, like, the whole, like, standing run. Starts, I'm, like, all like-
3: of a sudden sitting there, and I'm, like, shaking. And I'm, like... What is happening? Why am I shaking? And I look and your legs are going ding, 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 ding. It's, are like, these are you, I go, are you okay?
4: <laughs> it's like, I noticed that because it's, 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 Laura pointed out, you pointed out, I've been more aware of it. I'm like literally during the show, my leg is just like my right leg right now. It's just, bah, 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 just like bouncing around. You're going to have a
3: heart attack. <laughs> I know leg. it's a sign of something <laughs> that's going
4: know.
3: on. <laughs> um. Also this morning, I... I don't even care if this works. I might just do this the next time I fly because it sounds delicious. But according to a new study, could the secret to beating jet lag be chocolate? Qantas they're adding a new 20 hour long haul flight from Sydney to New York in 2025 so they partnered with the University of Sydney to figure out how people can avoid jet lag and they had volunteers wear um, monitors during simulated flights so, so the researchers could see if things like lighting or different menu options helped and what they found was that when people ate chocolate during their flight they tended to sleep better on the plane they had fewer issues with jet lag after the flight and they also perform better on cognitive tests now they think it might be because comfort foods like chocolate can make your body uh produce tryptophan which is that stuff that turkey is famous for it's just one study so let's take it with a grain of salt but maybe try it on your next flight maybe it'll work
4: i'm still stuck on a 20 hour flight on that part of the story my gosh that could you do that a 20 hour flight Uh, that's That's a lot of movies
3: uh the we flew to hawaii it was five and a half hours I got worse jet lag going back 3 time zones to Hawaii than I get when I go forward 6 time zones to Europe. Like the jet lag, I I'm still experiencing it from Hawaii. I can't figure out why the 3 hours threw me off worse than the 6 hours or 8 hours yeah. when I go to
4: Europe. It was it's crazy. Cuz Hawaii is 3 hours behind us then, right? Yeah. That's odd because you want go to the East Coast. It's, it's it's three hours. You jump three hours ahead. You fly back here. You gain the three hours, and it, it's like a like it's. Probably 24-hour adjustment for me. When I get there, I'm fine. It's the coming back that's the adjustment. You've been back now for, what, four or five days?
3: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm still struggling. Like, I can't fall asleep at night. Then when I wake up in the morning, I'm so tired. It's crazy. All right, finally this morning, um, speaking of Hawaii, the Hawaiian staple canned meat spam turned 86 years old yesterday. And according to their website, the products, they're sold in 48 different countries around the world but hawaii is ranked number one in consumption selling seven million cans per year the website also says hawaii's love for the um meat began during world war ii when the company shipped over a hundred million pounds of spam to soldiers the inventor jay hormel named the creation after what do you know Mm. spam where does it come from what's your theory
4: spam comes from it's his it's his wife's initials (laughs) samantha and her last name is pam
3: Samantha Pam.
4: Yeah, that's what, that was her maiden <laughs> name. So he took her initials S Pam and made Spam.
3: It comes from the creation um, of the 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 mashing of spice and ham. Ah, spam it makes more sense. There <laughs> are eleven different varieties. Do you like Spam?
4: I do like Spam. It's been a long time. But you give me Spam, I'm not going to turn it away. Yeah, I like Spam.
3: It's a. I, I don't like it normally, but for some reason, when I'm I'm in Hawaii, I like it. It
4: tastes better? (laughs) It's the only place I like it. Uh, Last one there, right? Yeah. Nickelback. You're going to go see Nickelback. They're going to be here a week from Saturday. We've got your tickets in the 8 o'clock hour, right around 825.
3: It is so good to be back with you guys live this morning. It is 8.01. We were on vacation last week. We are back. Uh, Took a couple of days off for 4th of July. And just so happy to be with you live. If you ever want to reach out to the show, shoot us a text, comment on something. You can do that at 702-364-9400. So we kind of talked about it earlier, but if you're just tuning in now, um, I went to Hawaii last week for vacation. You went to California for the weekend uh, for vacation. And then, Steph, you went to Cabo for, I don't know, did we talk about you going to Cabo? We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. Okay, so we all kind of went to nice, warm locations did you guys like do anything super exciting or fun or adventurous while you guys were in california and cabo uh
4: well so for me laura was at a horse competition in san juan capistrano the adventure was staying in an rv which i i love um friday night we went to laguna beach friends of us that are in the horse world have a little beach house so we went to the beach and had a nice little picnic and stuff and so that was friday night and then horse show saturday and sunday i mean the adventure for for us would have been laura's horse competition
1: how about you, Steph? Do you guys do? Uh, Didn't you go on a boat ride or something? We did. We went on a sunset cruise, open bar. Um, it, it was really, really fun. Uh, can't remember half of it though. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. That was probably the most adventurous thing in Cabo. What about
3: you, Mercedes? We, um, I almost, I think, uh, killed myself and my husband on accident. Um, okay. Yeah, that that was fun. <laughs>
4: I mean, was on vacation.
3: <laughs> I and by by killing ourselves, I mean we. I think I almost left us stranded in the jungle. Um, I. I was so excited because we get to Kauai and there's just so many hiking trails. You literally are driving and then you see a hiking trail and you think like, oh, wow, we should go pull off and hike that one. And so I I made it a mission like we're going to we're going to go hiking uh, at least a couple of times. And so the first hike I'm, I'm researching hikes, like which one should we go on? Let's start moderate we're easy. I don't want to go too hard the first hike we go on. So I find this um, trail on the other side of the island. We get up early. We get all dressed, bug sprayed, hiking shoes on, ready to go. We drive about 45 minutes to get to this trail. And as we're driving through, we're driving like we're, we're going through neighborhoods. And then all of a sudden, neighborhoods turn into like jungle. And then jungles turn into like valleys. And when we finally get to it, I'm like, oh, boy. We're literally in the middle of nowhere. There's no cell phone reception. There's nothing. And we see a couple of cars parked at the the trailhead. So we're like, well, there's people up there. So we'll be okay. We've got our water. We got all our sunscreen. We start trekking up the hill. And there's a family of four in front of us. And so we're like, we'll just follow them. They stop and turn around. And we're like, we're like, what's uh, you guys good? They're like, uh, it, it looks a little too much for us. the The mother and the father are older, two teenage sons, and we're like, oh, okay. So he, I'm like, do you want to keep going? He's like, I, yeah, let's keep going. So we keep going. Boom this trail turns into the muddiest trail ever. We're literally like sinking six inches. Every step we take in mud, just pure mud. And at one point my foot gets stuck and I'm like, I can't get quicksand. I'm stuck (laughs) in the mud. I'm like, this is the biggest mistake. I'm going to get us killed. We're going to, we're going to die out here. What's what's going on? Oh my gosh. He's like, why, where did you find this trail? Like, I don't know. At one point the trail like gets surrounded by vines and, We can't find our way out. I don't know where we're going. I just stop. I go, help. And he goes, stop being dramatic. I'm like, I don't know what to do. He's like, let's keep going. So he gets me a a stick. I start using a walk-in stick to get up through this muddy trail. Long story short, we finally make it to the top. There's people doing yoga up there, having lunch. I'm like, what are you, where are you jerks at? Well, we what were trail stuck are they taking the up there? Exactly. Did you guys
4: have any weapons in case there were like, I'm envisioning like like snakes and you know, all kinds of ravenous creatures around you as well. There's no
3: predators on Kauai. Really? There's zero predators. You no don't words. have to worry about any of that. There's no that. There's no predators at all. Yeah. Falcon's? Talks? nothing you don't have to worry about any what? of that nothing's gonna attack you except for your husband when he sees you took him on the wrong trip <laughs> yes. and even he had the patience of an angel I don't know how oh my gosh yeah wow. I
4: think it snakes the entire time no, there's sword no, or no
3: no there's no predators there which is so nice you don't have to worry about that I think at one t- point we hear we heard like rustling mm-hmm. and and I'm like it's a predator. He goes. There's no predators on the island. I'm like, what is it? This little kid comes out of nowhere. We're <laughs> like, where's your parents? How'd you make it up there before we did?
4: <laughs> uh, coming up here, uh, there's tickets for you to go see Nickelback right around eight twenty-five. It's Luke Holmes' Fast Car. That's the number two song in the country. We've got your tickets to go see Nickelback. That's coming up here in just about 10 minutes. But first, it's time for Judge Your Friends.
3: That's right. This is where you be the judge and you decide whether or not you think we are guilty or not guilty of some pretty strange random acts. We've got the Gabble all set, ready to go, and we are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page, so like, subscribe, and you can check us out playing Judge Your Friends. All right, court is in session. JC, you are up first Ooh, today. Are okay. you ready for a little so. Judge Your Friends yeah. here? I'm shuffling up the cards here, and let's see here. Um, okay, there's two scenarios on these cards that you can uh, choose from, and because um we're gonna do the second one and and, hey it's las vegas why not okay so jc you are being accused this morning of losing a considerable amount of money a considerable amount of money on a bet are you guilty or are you not guilty guilty You're being accused of losing a considerable amount of money on a bet. Are you guilty or not guilty, Steph? What do you think?
1: Ah, I love like looking into my crystal ball of JC's past <laughs> and thinking like, what would have JC done when he moved here, going to UNLV? Oh, I want to bet on something. I'm gonna. If I lose it all, whatever. Uh, but I think too, you're very cautious. I see you losing money lot machine, but I don't see you losing money on a bet, and that's why I think you are not. Guilty, not
3: Not guilty. guilty.
1: Wow. Hmm.
3: I'm see. I too am trying to go into my crystal ball of JC, and I feel like I feel like you and your buddies have bet money. I think you bet other things, but I think like you've lost maybe not a considerable amount of money. Maybe five bucks here on the Cowboys or ten bucks here on the Rebels a considerable amount. What would you think that is like 500? I know, I guess it's all relative, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Cuz when you're broke, $5 is a lot. Yeah. Um when you're rich, um $5 is nothing. So I don't know like what point in your life you've been, but I'm going to say that it was enough to to make it so you couldn't pay for something else. That's my uh, that's my amount in my head. I don't know what the exact dollar amount is, but if you couldn't pay a bill because you paid money for this, you lost money on this bet, then that's considerable in my book. And I'm going to say you are guilty. I think
4: you are guilty
3: of that. All right, J.C., please rise. Yes. You're being accused of losing a considerable amount of money on a bet. Are you guilty or are you not guilty?
4: I think the key thing is there, it's all uh, subjective as to where you are in your life. Uh, the dollar amount now, I, I'd be fine if I lost that. But at the time, it was a considerable amount. So I'm going to say guilty on this one.
3: Guilty! Guilty!
4: Go back to when I first came to Las Vegas and uh, the first time ever betting on a parlay card. Uh, I, I went in, picked my a four-teamer and i nailed it boom i think i bet like 10 bucks and i won like 30 bucks or something back i'm like yes easy I won with ease like this is picking football games is easy i went back the next week i put down 40 bucks and i lost oh, i lost yeah. that one team came in yeah. and when you i mean you're a college kid no money a part time job and everything else 40 bucks yeah. that was
3: a lot there was of a lot money. of ramen I in the next there, couple weeks there was a not a ramen. bill a, a bill that didn't get paid that month because of that it
4: was uh it was 40 bucks was a heavy is a heavy and i and i never did a parlay card after that that year
3: oh, that taught you a lesson it did when the fun stops
4: yeah it, it stopped <laughs> week one. Oh, it was fun it was fun wow, i was winning you are week guilty two. all yeah. right
3: let's move on steph it is your time to rise you Uh-oh. be the judge judge your friends okay. the wild
4: child <laughs>
3: you'll never know okay let's find out here you are being accused of oh man i feel like the first one we gotta go with but Do i don't know if we've done it before
4: say it if we did we'll uh, skip it
3: the defendant has run from the police foot or car I don't think so. Okay, all right. <laughs> Steph, please rise. You okay. you are being accused of running from the police either by foot or by car. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? I go first on this. Oh, man. I think Steph, she's had some fun in her day. She's had some wild times in her day. But has she ever evaded the police? Of course she has. I'm going to say (laughs) guilty on that. And let me tell you what my in my mind, what it is. You're at a house party like a lot of us have gone to a house party. Someone calls the cops. The cops are here. Everyone runs out the house. I think you were one of those people running out the house. So it's not like they were chasing you, but they were there. and You ran from them. So I'm going to say guilty on that one. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh mercedes i am right there with you 100 percent guilty and steph you said she had her wild times let's remind everyone steph told us about 20 minutes ago she was in cabo on a booze cruise <laughs> she and doesn't only, remember she only remembers half of the cruise <laughs> so uh, steph and yes she's at that house party and she i envision her like in the kitchen and they're like cops and steph goes out the back door and i envision it even more that she's jumping over a fence and for most people they probably go home But she, like, gathered with her friends and went to another party. Uh, That party was busted by the cops. She ran to another party. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Guilty. Ah, Too guilty,
3: Steph. All right. Please rise. You are being accused of running from the police, either by foot or by car. Are you guilty or are you not guilty?
1: You guys are saying these stories like you know me, like I go to house parties and stuff and I have been to house parties, I've hosted the house parties where the police have come but I'm the one that has to open the door to the police. So I've never, ever ran. I've only confronted. So I am oh, not guilty. Oh. Guilty. Wow. Yes. That was a Dude. swerve yes. I did not see coming. I do not swerve. I only confront and I tell the truth. I like, guess it's a party I'm, I'm hosting. If you need me to keep it down, I will. So Were you underage ran.
4: at the time or this, uh, you're of age? I was of age. Oh, okay. I was
3: of age. Oh, yes. it's one thing to confront them when you're of age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Underage. That's another. Oh, hey. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, last one here. Now I am up for judgment. Judge your friends. We are live streaming right now on Facebook and on YouTube. Let's uh give them a good shuffle here. Ah! Okay. Well, since this won't fell out, we'll do that one. Alright. Will the defendant please rise? <laughs> I don't know which one to do. These are good today. Okay, um, Mercedes. You are being accused. Of being in the back seat of a cop car. Did this one. Did this one. Oh, okay. Yep. yep.
4: Reshuffle. And you
3: were guilty. Yeah, you are guilty. How did you know that? Because we did it. Okay. You were guilty. The other one it- was stealing something from a restaurant, which I know you guys know I have done before. I'm guilty. So Is so it more. hot
4: sauce? Uh, oh, I said silver. <laughs> all of the above.
1: Um,
4: Those knives from Outback with the that comes the oh, bread. Oh my yes. god! Do they
1: have the wooden handles too? Yeah,
4: you wear a sleeve and slide from, it up
1: from Flemings, you guys. That's where I.
4: You oh, you go Flemings!
1: <laughs> wow, you guys are really showing your true colors today.
4: Oh yeah!
3: All right. Um, okay, here's the one I got. Um, okay, Mercedes, you are being accused of applying to be. On a reality TV show. Have we done this one?
4: No, but I think no. I, I, I have my answer already. Okay, all right. Yeah.
3: Uh, applying to be on a reality TV show.
4: Ooh, oh, wait. and Actually, I'm confused now. We didn't do this one, but um, I'm going to say...
3: Well, hold on. Are you guilty or not guilty? Okay. Okay, JC, what do you think?
4: I'm going to say guilty. I'm going to say guilty. And I know you've talked about looking at... Big Brother, Amazing Race. Was she just talking about it, Steph? Amazing Race. I was think thinking it about was it.
1: I think it was Survivor. Beat Shazam. I think it's because I want to say guilty with you, too, because I feel like we did talk about it recently where it was Beach Shazam and she can't do it because she's on TV. But is that a reality show or is that a game show? That's a game it's show. a game show. So that's off the oh. table.
4: I'm going to say guilty that you did apply for at some point for either Big Brother, Amazing Race, um... And whether you were done and if you got accepted or something, is a different story, but you did go through the application process. You did, you you were a host of one. You hosted, We were kind of part of the Joe Millionaire show.
3: Uh, well, not, not really on the show. Uh, we hosted the, the contestants. Yeah. Yeah, contestants. I wasn't really part of I'm the show. I'm going to say
4: guilty. You, yeah, at some point you applied for one of them. Yeah, okay, for sure. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Okay. guilty. Okay.
3: Steph, what do you think? Have I ever applied to be on
1: a reality TV show? I think with what we're talking about, you're right. It was I'm going to say not guilty because you said beat Shazam. We really wanted you to go on it and you applied. But it's a game show, so it's a technicality. So I don't think you've ever applied for a reality show like Big Brother or Amazing Race. Although you are fond of it and you would like to see yourself like maybe in another lifetime, I don't think in this lifetime you applied. So I'm going to stick with not guilty. Not guilty. Okay, oh, we've got a, a guilty and a not guilty.
3: And now... The Big Reveal. Mercedes, you've been accused of applying to be on a reality TV show. Are you guilty or not guilty? I'm too sensitive. I am not guilty. I would never put myself in any situation where I would be voted off of something. My feelings would be hurt. I'd be crying. If I didn't win the amazing race, I'd be crying. (laughs) I'm not going to put myself in that position. Are you crazy? Absolutely not. No. Oh, my gosh. That and then also only rice and eating bugs. Forget it. Absolutely (laughs) not.
2: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1.
3: All right. Let's get our contestant this morning. Tiffany, your caller, 20. Woo. Ready to play Heads Yay. Up? <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Let's get you a category. Which one do you want to go for? Do you want to go with chocolate bar or on the Barbie? Chocolate bar. Chocolate bar it is. Okay. Um... National Chocolate Day is Friday, tomorrow. So these are all foods that have chocolate in them, okay? Okay. Okay, we've got your Nickelback tickets up for grabs. Plus, you'll be in that grand prize drawing for meet-and-greet passes if you win. Who do you want to go with as far as your partner goes? I'm going to
4: go with you, Mercedes.
3: Okay, let's do it.
4: All right, Tiffany, 60 seconds on the clock. You know the drill. You get six correct, you win, and you start now. It's
3: basically baked chocolate. Sometimes you like the corner piece because it's crowny. Cr- yes. Um, You might dip strawberries in this. Um, Casa fondue? Yes. Uh, this is uh, chocolate with a marshmallow and graham Morris. cracker. Yes. <laughs> This is. Uh, they have blueberry ones. You usually just eat the top of it. Um, uh, pass. Uh, pass. Okay. Uh, this is um, like uh, vanilla tapioca um, pudding. Yes. This is. I'm gonna pass that. Um, my. This brings all the boys to the yard, and they're Milk like, shake? yes. Um, this is when it's your birthday. I give you one of these with candles in it. Cake? Yes. yes! Woo!
4: Oh, my God. (laughs) Tiffany, you're going to go see Nickelback on Saturday, July 15th, and you're now qualified for that grand prize. You might meet Nickelback and also $150 in Nickelback merchandise and everything could be yours. So congratulations. And Heather has your Nickelback tickets again in the 4 o'clock hour, and we've got them for you again tomorrow morning with the early edition of Heads Up and also Heads Up in the 8 o'clock hour. Nickelback all week long. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning
2: let's go here we go three. Two. it's time for the hot three on mix nutty 4.1
3: all right so uh, coming back live this morning here's what's going on do you ever look in the mirror and think man i am just really good looking well it's not surprising. A new study in Australia found that we tend to be more attracted to people with features that look like ours, specifically similar facial features. Um, If you want examples, just Google celebrity couples who look alike, and you're going to find tons of them. Um, People like, uh, like, um, Brad Pitt and Juliette Lewis, when they were younger, they looked just like each other. Uh, Brad Pitt tends to date a lot of women that look just like him. Um, J- uh, Joshua Jackson and Diane Kruger, they were together. They look alike. Um, some of the, Mario Lopez and Courtney Lopez, they look alike. People like that.
4: They have Tom Brady and Giselle when they were together, yeah. and their the face is split, and it's, it looks like the same face. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's,
3: it's a real thing. Researchers, they recorded data and uh, had each person... Uh, in a couple uh, on speed dates, rate their dates facial attractiveness. And they gave the highest ratings to dates that had similar features from them. For instance, someone with green eyes might find someone else with green eyes hot. Um, They also tended to rate them as being kinder. So we think people who look like us are nicer too. But um, (laughs) the new study suggests it might mostly be instinctive and we search those people out. Um, When someone looks like you, you're immediately more at ease. And more likely to feel a natural attraction.
4: So I need Laura to grow a five o'clock shadow. We'd be, we'd be dialed in.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, women can do it. We can do
4: it. It's, it's doable.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, also this morning, could flying cars actually be a thing soon? One just got approved by test, for testing by the FAA for the first time ever. A company called Aleph is behind it. And people are excited because it takes off vertically. Like a helicopter. It means you wouldn't need a long stretch of road to use as a runway. You could take off in the middle of a traffic jam. You could fly past traffic. You could land, keep driving, and it also looks like a car. So it's not just a helicopter that they're calling a car. They unveiled their model A prototype last fall, and they've been taking pre-orders. They are expected to cost $300,000. Even with that price tag, though, a bunch of people have already put down deposits, and you can get in line for 150 bucks. Or skip the line and join their priority queue for fifteen hundred dollars. It might be a while before we see them on the roads though, or above the roads. They're also approved for test flights right now, so the FAA gets to decide when and where those tests can happen.
4: I'm not a fan of the flying car. Yeah. I don't no, no. If you want, if you want to fly to and from where get yourself a helicopter. Buy yeah. yourself a helicopter. Well,
3: I think it's cheaper than a helicopter though, isn't it? Three hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what helicopters yeah, Same yeah. here. Uh, finally this morning, do you ever panic? at restaurants when everyone's ready to order except for you. If so, you are not alone. it's it's a new term that people are coining as menu anxiety. 30% of us get menu anxiety, especially younger Americans. 41% of people in their 20s, 30s and early 40s get anxious compared to just 15% of people older than that. And our top tactic for dealing with it is something that you've probably done. You tell the server to come back to you and take
4: your order (laughs) last. I do
3: that all the time. Uh So what are we stressing about when we can't decide? The most common answer was what going to taste the best but it's not the only thing holding us up the top three things we're thinking about are the taste the price and how long it's going to take to make um how messy it is also made the top five and if you're in that younger demographic you also might be worried about the environment i i get menu anxiety so bad and here's the thing i do research beforehand when i know where we're going and i google the menu so i have an idea of what they have and then i'm like okay i'll narrow it down to these three things and then just boom whatever i'm in the mood for when i'm there i'll, I'll order that and i still get menu anxiety I'm like, i don't know which one to order ah, pick up come to me when
4: you're done it's hard so laura and i are doing a new restaurant on saturday night i'm taking her like i don't know surprise date I just told her to dress up nice we leave the house at four thirty, and we're going to a spot, and it's a, it's a newer restaurant. I've heard great things about it, and I made the reservation. And I looked, I did the same thing. Mercedes, I looked at the menu, and I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to get. And then I started thinking, what's she going to get off the menu? You you can even create more anxiety. I think when you look at the menu in advance.
3: Yeah, it's it. it
4: I'm getting anxiety talking about this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll
4: send you the menu, and you tell me what I should order. Oh my gosh! Don't put that pressure on me. I can't do it. It's Mix ninety four point one
3: the scammers keep scamming man they they get more and more creative with the scams and this one i've heard of this one but i think a lot of people they're falling for it
4: yeah i got a buddy of mine in new york city and i sent him a message to see how much money he got scammed for but he had posted this on his instagram stories and it's a zelle scam and here's how the scam works a a criminal will create a zelle account and link it to a stolen credit card and then the scammer uses zelle to send payments to a stranger, the sender then asks for a refund, like hey, sorry, I accidentally send you fifty bucks, and then swaps out the stolen credit card for a real one and receives the fifty bucks you sent them
3: yeah, so you don't realize they're changing the credit cards, but they they take the money from the person. Whose credit card they have and then when you send it back it goes on their credit card and they just made 50 bucks or however much
4: yes yeah so that's a, a Zell scam that's happening out there so it's something to be aware of but walk me through this scam then so was my buddy out 50 bucks if i sent you mercedes i got a stolen credit card and i said to you i sent you 50 bucks and then i sent you a message saying, oh my gosh i'm so sorry i meant to send it to my friend mary and somehow i sent it to you Could you send me my 50 dollars back you send me my 50 dollars back to a different credit card, and
3: you're- now you're out fifty bucks because that first one's going to get disputed.
4: Ah, there you go. Okay, that's it. Yep.
3: Uh, from what I understand mm-hmm. is if that's how it works, yes. I've heard of that one before. So now you're uh, you just basically gave someone for fifty bucks for doing nothing, and, and like the text scams and oh man, there's just. Some I have to, like, tell my mom because I get worried that she's going to fall for some of these phishing scams. Like, she, get, she gets – I go through her email when I see her because she never checks it. And I go through and I see some of the emails she gets, and it's like a fake bank one. It's like, your account has been compromised. Click here to to reactivate. And I'm like, please never click on these. And she's like – I don't. I don't click on anything, and I'm glad she doesn't go through her emails because I just wait for that day that she clicks on something and then gives all her bank account information, mm-hmm. and then all of her accounts are, uh, you know, completely dry. So I just I don't click on anything. Basically, I I'll get texts from people, and they're like a number I've never seen before. It'll say something like, "Hey, how are you?" And I'm just like, I'm not replying. I don't even know if yeah. this is a scammer. I, if it's someone I gave my number to and I forgot, I'm so sorry, but I just don't reply.
4: They're so clever now, too. And, and some of those scams, those emails that you're, you're, your mom's getting, I think we all get them. And some of them look so real until you look at the return email addresses, would I always look at, that I'll catch it. But I got one recently. It was from, um, like, Netflix or somewhere. It was from Amazon or something. And it said, my purchase, attempted purchase of a Spider-Man movie was declined. And I'm like, what? Like, I didn't attempt to buy a Spider Man movie. What you t- It looks so real. And it's like, click here to verify something. And I'm like, thinking someone got into my account and was trying to purchase something. But then you look at the, the re the return email address, and it's a, it's a bogus one. And I didn't click on anything. But they get so creative with this stuff.
3: Yeah, it's it's kind of scary. I mean, I, it just if you have kids or like parents that are not very tech savvy, I always tell. My kids don't ever click on anything, ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> 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 and they, they, they don't. They they pretty much can recognize those. But, yeah, they're getting better and better and better. I'm
4: So did your friend fall for it? Uh, he did, and I just wrote uh, a message. He just said that he fell for it. I don't know how much money they got him for, so I sent him a note, and uh, he hasn't responded yet. But, Steph, your, your friend fell for one, too?
1: Similar situation, but his uh, Apple Pay wasn't working. And he says, Oh, I got to call Apple, Apple Support so they can help me fix my Apple Pay. So he calls Apple Support. But the way he called Apple Support is he Googled uh, Apple Support phone number. Whatever the first number that popped up, he called and it was a scammer talking his way through, cash apping him $2,500. And he is out $2,500, thinking it was Apple the whole time. Apple wouldn't do that to me. Apple wouldn't. And it ended up being a scammer. Ugh. Oh, my gosh.
3: Like, I just anytime they ask for gift cards or cash app, it's probably a red flag. <laughs> probably a red flag. The IRS is not going to ask for a gift card when it comes to payment. Just the heads up.
4: Says in the morning, back from vacation. And we hosted the Summerlin Patriotic Parade on Tuesday, the 4th of July. And that was a massive turnout on Tuesday. It was. There were
3: so many cool floats. We had the Vegas Golden Knights on a float. We had a Grease float. That was the Mix 94.1 float. And one of the biggest hits and the biggest roars from the crowd, I think, had to have been Bluey. When Bluey showed up, it was insane. And Steph's like, Who's Bluey? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, when Bluey came, of the, the music is on. And and in the VIP section, I was helping people out. The parents, the kids are like, oh my God, it's Bluey. <laughs> Mom. Mom. <laughs> oh, this is the song for Bluey. I know this song. Dad. Dad. Yes. <laughs> so <he>
4: knows- <laughs> Wait, hold on. Bingo! Okay, so step more. Hold on, hold on! on. Bluey! <laughs> so Bluey is an Australian cattle dog, a blue healer.
3: Yes, yeah, Bluey. You don't know? You guys don't know Bluey? No. Oh my Steph. gosh.
4: We were in different spots. Steph, when that float came by, we have the script, and Mercedes, you read the script for Bluey. So Mercedes is reading the script, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I, I didn't realize Bluey was a thing. I thought Bluey was that business's mascot because <laughs> each, each whatever whatever company it was. And I'm like, that's cool. That company here in town has a, as a blue healer because I have one as well as their mascot. I didn't realize this either Steph.
1: Yeah, we're both all lost. Like who is this bluey character but Mercedes? So you know a lot about Bluey. I
3: know Bluey. Yeah, and my kids are a little old for Bluey, but uh, my niece and nephew or my niece and nephew they like, like Bluey, especially my niece. Um I have a lot of friends with younger kids that love Bluey. Bluey. Yeah, he's Bluey's the the dog right now. That is the dog. You know, every phase, every generation has their famous dog. It might be Scooby-Doo. It might be, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who
4: other famous dogs uh, are. I, the dog from, from uh, Family Guy. Maybe you had a run. St- uh, no,
3: not for yes. kids' shows. The, the, kids, the little kids, the two and we, okay, three-year-olds okay. are not watching Family Guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's go
4: back. So the, the, uh, you got Snoopy, right? Snoopy. Snoopy. Was, then you have uh, Scooby-Doo.
3: Yes, Blues Clues. Blues, Blues clues. clues. Yes, um, Bluey.
4: Bluey. I just like the name. Bluey.
3: <laughs> who else? Uh, who are other famous? Does every generation have their cartoon dog? Who are other uh, Clifford. Clifford. Clifford? Clifford. Come on, <gasps> Bolt. Oh, Bolt is cute. I mean, he wasn't. He didn't have a TV show. It was the Paw, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. I mean, come on. Um, why are there so many cartoon dogs? Spuds McKenzie. Who? For kids. JC, they're not going with Bud Light, okay? You don't know
4: this Buzz McKenzie stuff? No, who is that? You know, Bud, Bud Light's or uh, Budweiser, Bud Light's mascot like in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Dog.
3: Three or four year old is definitely going to know <laughs> who they are. Oh, my are. gosh. Um, pound puppies?
4: Pound puppies, yes. Uh, who else? Who- Cat
3: dog! Cat dog. <laughs> I, remember I remember cat, cat dog. On Nickelodeon, yes. I loved cat dog.
2: That oh. was a
1: cat
3: and a dog. They shared a body. The front of it was a it was a dog. The back of
1: it was a cat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Yes, they were combined. They were like Siamese cat and dog. And
4: this was a, this was a cartoon. Yes. Yeah! one head uh, or two thought, heads? Oh,
1: two heads, cat and dog. I don't
3: know how they would like go to the bathroom. I, now. I know where were there no goal holes. Could you imagine? Could you be?
4: <laughs> <laughs> could you be like imagine being a Siamese twin? Like, would you? There's a, there's a famous couple. Wait,
3: I'm imagining it.
4: Imagine there's someone attached to you right now. Wait. Like, there's, there's I'm those imagining. girls and they got married. Well, one of them got married. Imagine being in that situation. I've Steph? seen that before. Yeah. They're
3: like, on um, Inside Edition and stuff. Yeah. Follow them. Yeah. Yeah.
4: How would that be? imagine your sister's attached to you and she gets married and her and andrew like you got to go on the first date you said they're all quiet like how does that work on a first date and if you're you, you get
3: married and you uh, like you know yes is that t- did they cheat on you the first night that you were together
4: <laughs> do you feel that sensation i don't know well, I, I well, don't i'm know. just saying like any sensation like like it's think about it i just want to go back to the dogs and <laughs> that. Yeah, so anyway bluey he's
3: a he's a really cute dog and he's all the rage <laughs>
0: Trending we're trending well you do know that it's trending
2: right mercedes in the mornings what's trending is on mix 94.1
3: adele is trending this morning so celebrities from kelsey ballerini to bb rexa they've had items thrown at them while on stage recently and adele has something to say about it she was uh doing one of her shows of her weekends with adele residency over at caesar's and. She had this to say. Have you noticed
5: how people are
3: like forgetting the f-
1: show etiquette at the moment because people are throwing the s**t on Have you seen that? A f**king day. you before 7-year-old,
3: I'm like, f**king you. Ha! If you couldn't quite catch that, she said, have you noticed how people are like forgetting bleeping show etiquette at the moment? People just throwing bleeping stuff on stage. Have you seen them? And she said, I bleeping dare you, dare you to throw something at me and I'll bleeping kill you. The irony of all of this was that while she was saying this, she was holding her T-shirt gun. And if you've never seen Adele's show, she shoots uh, T-shirts like with money in them uh, up to the people in the, in nosebleeds just to kind of thank them for coming. And and uh, so she was holding this t-shirt gun and she's telling people, don't, don't throw things at me.
4: I think this is fantastic. Adele cancels her show. I had to hate. I was angry at Adele. How dare she? Don't come back. We don't need, it was a whole thing. It was all in my head. I haven't seen the show. I know you've seen it, but all these stories, I I love all the stuff that's coming out of the Adele show. This she, is fantastic. She's
3: great. She just really is uh, engaged with her audience. Not a dull moment. I think part of the the best part, I mean, her voice is angelic, but... I love when she talks with the crowd. The things she talks about, it's so random, and she's just so much
4: fun. You've seen her her twice, right? Yeah. Is is, is Some of these shows that have come before in the past, they kind of do skits, and it's the same skit. Oh, my wife just flew into town. Should she join me? Uh, Is Adele's stuff different every time? Uh, Are you referring to Garth Brooks? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you literally just did his whole shtick. (laughs) I mean, I'm excited that Garth is here with the residency, but at his old residency, that was a shtick every night. He's like, I just got off the plane from my kid's Kids soccer soccer Okay. Name, yeah, and uh, my my wife's here in the back. Which I bring her out, and she comes out. It literally was the same skit every night. It was awesome, but it was the same skit.
3: Um, with hers, it's different. Like, well, I and like I said, I've been two times. Mm-hmm. Both times were different. I n- never saw her talk about that with the t-shirt guy. It, like, it's just it's so off the cuff. It's great. It's awesome. Also trending this morning is Threads. It is the new social media app that is being called the Twitter killer. So as of this morning, okay. So let me rewind a little bit. It launched yesterday, and it's called Threads. More than 5 million people signed up for it in the first four hours of the app's launch. Mark Zuckerberg, he obviously is a creator of Meta. He just tweeted a little while ago that there are over 10 million users now. It's just Crazy. So if you are looking to join the app, um, just go to your Instagram. It connects. And and type the word threads in the search bar of your active Instagram account. Click the little red ticket that will show up when you do that, and it will connect you and set you up. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg says that his vision is to take the best parts of Instagram and create a new experience for text ideas and discussing what's on
4: your mind. Yeah, I signed up yesterday just like so many other people, and and, uh, I've just been kind of pulled around with it for a little bit but everything i'm seeing on it I, i'm a fan of it
3: i love it i love it because it, the the toxicity of twitter has not sunk in yet yes it's, it's new people are having fun there's no um you know p- people that are no bots there are not anyone that is trying to sell you their crypto it's just fun and so yeah it. it I, I hope it lasts like this. I really hope it lasts.
4: It was right before vacation. We we're talking about Twitter. And I was saying every time I open my Twitter account, it's like that for you thing. It's just like it's just bad news and bad things happening to people and so I've been on thread since I downloaded it last night. I just popped open Twitter to see what I was getting and it was like this woman walking up and slapping another woman randomly in the face and someone caught it on a video and posted it. I'm like, I don't want it. like, A, this should not be happening, but B, I don't want to be seeing that. I don't want any of this stuff in my uh, feed. And also I mean, there are all these limitations
3: that are now coming with Twitter that Musk is putting in. Uh, There was some something happened with TweetDeck where they're like, if you're verified, you can only see 6,000 tweets a day if you're Unverified, you can only see 600 tweets a day. Like, it was just all this stuff, Mm -hmm. and I'm I I was like, okay, I'm done. And like, literally, two days later, this comes out, and I'm like, okay, I, I can get on board with this. So, I'm really excited about this. Uh, it's called Threads, and and yeah, definitely check it out. Finally, this morning, IHOP is trending. The chain is offering customers a new pancake experience. Um, it's a mashup, and they're called Pancake. Tacos! They're available in sweet and savory flavors. So it's basically your pancake folded in half, filled with delicious ingredients like the fresh strawberry pancake taco with strawberries and cheesecake mousse inside. There's the banana, the caramel banana pancake taco. Uh, the, there's also savory ones like the breakfast pancake taco. It has eggs, bacon, cheese inside, and also the country chicken and gravy pancake taco. They're all available only until July 30th. And that is what's trending.
4: It's 694.1 Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us
3: on a Thursday. Thanks so much for joining us. We're so happy to be back from vacation with you guys live. We'll be back again tomorrow. Make sure you're listening because we're going to have another pair of tickets for you to check out Nickelback, we'll actually have two pairs of tickets for you to see Nickelback in concert this weekend. Their Get Rolling tour is coming to town. Plus, you'll be entered into that grand prize drawing where you can get a meet and greet with the band, some Nickelback merch. It's going to be really, really cool. And also, want to remind you to uh, to enter for the Charlie Puth in My Head experience. It's a text to win contest that you can enter right this very moment as many times as you want. Just text. The word Charlie Charlie to this number 20357 20 20- Three five seven. Text the word Charlie. You'll be entered to win tickets to see him at the Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan this weekend. Access to a pre-show meet and greet along with a QA, and um, a the sound check, VIP merch. It's just going to be amazing. So you can enter as many times as you would like up until 6 o'clock tonight. Again, that word is Charlie to 20357. Alright, we are headed out. J-Love on the way next, but right now it's time for the line of the day.
4: Over the weekend, a woman had a massive meltdown on a flight, claiming that a passenger was not real. She was demanding to get off the plane. Here's some of her.
1: But I am telling you
3: right now, that mother****** back there is not real. And you can spit on this.
4: And Caretop was on that flight, and Top joined the show this morning to Talk about the experience. Are you going to incorporate this into your
3: show now? <laughs> well, I do.
5: Yeah, I know. I mean, people, I, I get stopped in the street more than I have for anything I've ever done. I do Drew Rogan's show a dozen times, and more people stop me and say, "Were you on that flight?" <laughs> it's getting so much press right now.
3: I know. I mean, that was uh, one of the best publicity stunts ever.
4: <laughs> yeah, she uh, she's in on it with Kermit. Yeah, right. Uh, that'll do it for show number eighteen sixty eight of Mercedes in the Morning.
2: Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Uh, Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.